because I think at the end of the day we're always, we're humans and like humans just want to survive don't they so it's like I don't know came very close like I just wanted to just total my car and just die but I didn't <laughs> Welcome to the New Music Podcast. We're your two regular jackoffs from upstate New York. My name is Patrick. I'm Kyle. I didn't like that little pause. That you did. <laughs> I forgot what I say next. I forgot my name for a sec. I forgot my name. <laughs> this is Patrick. Oh, and today we have our first emo rapper on the show, actually. Um, we've been meaning to get around to this because anybody who's been a longtime listener knows we talk about it pretty often. Um. Yes, yeah, so Lance, uh, what's good, Hell man? Oh yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me. Ah, oh, dude, we're so. How you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm, we're doing. I'm doing. We're gonna fantastic. get. We're gonna get nice and depressive in this in this episode. I think. I can't fucking wait. I'm uh I'm overdue for a good cry. <laughs> I'm always gonna so cry. <laughs> no way, I'm overdue yeah, for a good it. cry. I I just had a fucking I just had a baby. I've definitely cried more in the last like. Three months than I have in my entire goddamn life. <laughs> Jeez, man, you had a baby. You look like a baby still. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Look you? super young, man. I'm the baby, so don't worry. He is the baby, <laughs> even though he's got body problems, like he's fucking forty, fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> babies have babies having babies out in New York. I see. Oh, absolutely, all day, every day. Why oh, do you yeah. think America has uh, what is it um, uh. What is what was that show on MTV? Oh, sixteen and pregnant or something like that. Or Some shit like that. I knew sixteen, it was 16. and pregnant's not even that bad. There's a like when I was it's in worse. school, there was a girl who was like thirteen. She had a baby. I'm sure. Getting starting early. Let's get it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> where in the UK are you from? Uh, so just outside of London. All right. All right. Uh, it's a it's a little town called Essex. It's uh. I've heard of it. It's cool. I've actually heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. Don't don't. Ask you haven't me. heard of it. I have heard of it. I think Essex shares like a name with. There's. I'm sure there's like a place in America called Essex. No, there sure. definitely is. Well, probably. Yeah. Especially in the Northeast where we are, like, there's a lot of shit that's also kind of like, also kind of British in a way. I don't know. Oh yeah, because we like own you or something, don't we? Didn't we like? I mean, you guys technically do own us. You guys yeah. in China. <laughs> Get in your place. <laughs> Damn Americans. No, you guys are like our, our like our mother. <laughs> you guys are like our mom, and then China's like our fucking pimp. No, China's the horrible stepdad that no one likes. I can see that polluting polluting the oceans and letting people starve and stuff. Yeah, and slew horrible stepdad. <laughs> Don't like. Not a big fan of uh, China politics and government. I mean, as much as I have no business talking politics, fuck China. Just gonna come right out and say that. <laughs> yeah man for sure oh, man. I, mean, I would love to talk about how i we got you on a podcast i mean I, let's do that actually yeah. let's do that so no i want to talk about china i was told i would come on and talk about china so I, I don't even rap wait so lance your next song is going to be about china Oh yeah, and by China called, I mean the wrestler. It's called uh, "Don't Take My Oil." <laughs> it's, it's from a from an uh, African point of view. Oh, there you go. 
So, so basically, don't, don't tread on me. It's cold. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Jesus fucking. All right. <laughs> Kyle, please elaborate on the people that there are Facebook groups right. that talk about this so, shit. So on a Facebook group, um, emo trap group or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, yeah. Talk shit a lot on this podcast about that group. I've always said I wanted to leave it because it's just the same shit. Same shit, shitty auto-tune and stuff like that. So I... It really is. It really is. So when I found you, I was like, I was like, wow, this is actually fucking new. Like, it's actually something different instead of fucking auto-tune. And the way that... Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, the way that I wrote it, it was like, wow, somebody that is actually different and something that's actually coming off of this group that's actually good other than shit yeah. and... <laughs> <laughs> there is there's there's so much trash on that site it's uh it's hard it is really hard because everyone you talk to on there will think that they're like amazing and um yeah or that one fucking guy that always posts and he doesn't post about anything it's just that one guy that got clout like once and he's that indian guy that always puts his shirt off or some stupid shit like that and he's like <laughs> I guess it's been no, a while no, since I've been in this group. Is. Yeah, who the fuck <laughs> is that guy? That guy's just a living meme. But I was like, every time Respect. I see him, I'm like, what is this guy about? Like, I've never heard anything from him. He's probably trash. But it's oh, he is trash. Uh, his music's <laughs> shit. I'm it down. Uh, let's let's listen but to I it right he, now. He just yeah, go and put some Addison Elvis on. <laughs> He just, yeah, I think he's just clout chasing. I don't know where his music is. He has posted like a couple of like singing clips on the group, but I've never seen it. I think it's are more they, of a joke. Are, are they raw, or are or are they in the DAW with you know Melodyne open, ready to go? Mm, no, they're just like hidden under lots of auto tune. I think. Sweet, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're all about here. In case you but haven't, it's, been it's hard, man. <laughs> After it I is hard. Yeah, it's hard to find good shit in that group. Like, it's very, very hard. <laughs> there are there there are a few. There's a few amazing people on there. Though, I tell you what, um, I'm not gonna go give clout to everyone on there. There's just one one person I've mentioned to you before before doing this uh, baby doll. Yeah, that's that's the one guy on there that is. I don't, you know when you look at it in like a collection of things like right so there's like a thousand people on there and not not a lot of people stand out i would put him as like top three stand out on that group mm. uh i wouldn't even put myself in that top three to be fair i'd probably put him and then a couple of others but like i said i'm not going to shout them out on here but yeah he's he's amazing <laughs> at what he does but he's more like a metal um like metal trap i guess so i could see that whereas mine mine is just kind of rap you know because like after into the rap. r&b elements yeah i suppose there's a bit of r&b and i like to use drill because that's where i'm from you know and that's what that's like the london sound is that like drill oh, okay. so it's nice to keep that in there but yeah in the group i'd probably say three or four really good people a couple that are close but the thing is i think it's hard because autotune gives you that confidence to to like sing you know what i mean like people who can't sing when they try and sing it sounds awful but then you got the auto tune on it and you hide it with like reverb and stuff and then suddenly it doesn't sound that bad it's like oh actually 
I can sing. Do you know what I mean? It, it gives you that like delusion that I you mean, actually sound hard. It's decent. also how how much auto tune you put on it. <laughs> yeah. You just described <laughs> Ollie Sykes' whole uh, career in the last like what ten years. <laughs> I think people need to just come away from it, man. Because otherwise, we'll just sound like the same. We'll just yeah, sound that's... like robots. Now I'm about that. If you're gonna go all in on it and just be like, "Dude, I fucking suck at singing. It's all the auto tune, kind of like Post Malone does." He's like, yeah. I, yeah, "I'm not true, even yeah. good at singing." He's he's straight up. But, yeah, he's like, I'm was, not, "Not good." I was still, I was talking about this with Baby Doll the other day. Like, how did Post Malone get so big? You see, I mean, he sucked how the right did person's he get dick. Huge. Yeah, he. I mean, he he is the right person to like. He, he uses his auto tune, not like an asshole. He used it kind of like... More like pitch correct. Yeah, like pitch correct and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but he's not he's not that great, though. Like, if you listen I to... I enjoy him a lot. He, he's enjoyable, enjoy entertainable, but if you if you strip it down, like, he's not that great. That, that's just my opinion. I don't think he's I that mean, good. I mean, even he said that he's not that great. <laughs> but he's still but he's still so big. Like, he, I know oh, he's yeah. not as around as much now, but he really did blow up, and it's like, how do you market yourself or like how do you target yourself so that you get that big? I, I gotta be honest, I think it's just knowing the right people. I really well, think that no, like in the case of Posty, right you had to know the right people, get the right people to feature on your shit, and then get the right marketing team behind you. Yeah. And that and I mean, the man's on Budweiser commercials. I mean, he's he's fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Budweiser, not Budweiser. Definitely marketing. Fucking definitely tomato tomato. Right people. <laughs> But I mean, he did know. Um, I don't know, uh, Pat. I'd be surprised if you know. Um, Mike Busey and the Sauces Castle. Castle. Uh, that's what he he knew him a lot. So Mike Busey from the Sauces Castle really played his music. So that's how he kind of got a little clout. I mean, don't get me wrong. He did the grind and all that shit that other artists do. But Mike Busey really helped him a lot. Well, it's I guess weird. No people. It's weird knowing that he used to be a drummer and he auditioned for uh what is it, Crown the Empire? Yeah, something shit. He like wanted that. to be in a fucking metalcore band like the first like half of his career. And like you go back, I think it's like fifteen years, you look at pictures of him and he looks like a scene kid. Like pretty much straight up. Like it's it's really interesting watching the glow. Who post? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watching watching his I don't know if calling it a glow up is quite the right term for it, but you know the man. The man definitely went through something of a transformation. Nice. I fucking respect it. I respect it. But you brought up Baby Doll, and uh, I wanted to mention that my two favorite songs by you are definitely mm-hmm. the ones you did with Baby Doll. Yeah. And I had a question about those two songs, as a matter of fact. So, so you City Lights I... and Car Crash lyrically seem like part one and part two of each other. Don't. Oh my God! I'm so happy you said that. I was gonna name Car Crash City Lights part two. And and How the thing about that? that is like I was originally gonna come at you and be like I am pissed that my two favorite songs by you are not the ones you have videos for. What the fuck <laughs> you doing, man? You're promoting the wrong we, shit. We have <laughs> we have we have a music video for Car Crash, a really cool one actually. Okay. I stole my next door neighbor's. Uh, she bought a brand new Merc AMG. It's like a beautiful car. Oh okay. And, my hands are getting theft. <laughs> and I uh and uh yeah, this is uh this is just a joke for anyone listening. Mm-hmm. But it's for legal not. reasons, this is a joke. For legal reasons, it's a joke. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was like, that's such a nice car. Can I take it for a test drive? She's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, 
you know, I've what been in the same. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll just take it around. Like I might pick up a friend. Like I said, oh, I'm going to go pick up like a girlfriend and um, just like to show off, you know. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, if you want to park up somewhere and like you can be all flirty and tell it's your car. I was like, oh, thanks. You're the best. I sped down to Baby Doll, picked him up. We picked up a couple of my friends. Oh, well, we picked up one of my friends and we picked up his brother as well to help with the filming. And then we did a we did a like a full music video it's in the space amazing. of like forty five minutes. We, and it's such a cool it's such a cool video as well. Like the video is really nice. I just don't have the balls to upload it. I, I don't have that's it. what I, it is. I I really suffer from like what's the word like kind of like lack of confidence. I guess I I originally uploaded it, and then there was a couple comments on there which you get. Someone's like, oh, look at this poser, like, he thinks he's all that because he's in a merc. And then someone else was like, or like, you look like you're trying to be someone you're not or something. And I was just like, oh, fuck this. So I took it down and it's just set in, like, YouTube nah, private nah. for the last year. You you make that shit public, bro. No. Nah, I can't do it, There's, man. Yes, really you can. Can't. The reason why I say this is because, I mean, we did a video uh, about the falling in reverse. Riding I was going to say, which one? Well, yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah, I knew which one. way you were going with it. I was going to say which one. Yeah, all in reverse has had he's had some horrible comments. To be fair, like I see a lot of people hating on him. This is uh, what's funny main, to me the about that. The man, the man is a legend in his own way. All right, and I got nothing but respect for the guy. But at the same time, like he's not a perfect person, and he's the first to admit it. But when people come on our comments or come into our. Uh, YouTube video saying you guys are disrespectful. You deserve to be canceled because you're being disrespectful. And I'm like, look at the person you guys look up to. That man has made a living off of being such a massively disrespectful person. Yeah. Man threw a microphone okay. stand into a crowd <laughs> and nobody bat a fucking eye. Oh, like, yeah, I know. It's like, it's crazy because like, like and, and honestly, the comments were very hurtful, but it was like, it, Oh, I just it, found them comical to be honest. Hurtful. Like it, it was funny because it's like I've only been called that like sixteen million times in my life. <laughs> like it's not right. I'm like, disappointed I'm that you didn't like, say worse. Yeah, I was like, oh, apparently I'm autistic. Cool. I've only heard that. <laughs> That's the go-to. Congratulations for being on on discovering your autism, Kyle. I'm really oh, proud of God. you. I'm apparently really proud I'm an of autistic you. Autistic sloth from Ice Age, like. <laughs> I get it. It's cool. <laughs> I, just, I think I don't know how you how you can just not give a fuck. Oh, like I that's one thing I respect Baby Doll for because you know what? Sometimes he is different. He wears a mask and like his songs are different. And so it's like that kind of reminds me of Little Toe. He kind of reminds me of Little Toe, kind of because Little Toe does he wears a mask. Uh, okay, I'm sure it's vastly different, especially after well, listening probably, to Baby yeah, Doll rap a little bit. Vastly different, but. Just with the because a lot of people talk shit about Little Toe. I don't know why he, he's a really I good see why. Artist. But I mean, he is controversial. I will admit. No, I mean he goes for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like honestly, I'd post it. I'd post it and not give a shit about anything. That's what I maybe do. I'll put. Maybe I'll post it. Maybe I'll post it. I'll send it. I'll tell you guys when I post it. Up. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> If you post it, it's, send it to us, or at least put it on unlisted and send it to us, because I want to see it. All right, I want to see it. I definitely, oh, I'll definitely, I'll send it to you unlisted, one hundred percent. I don't know if I'll post it. I'm still, I'm still contemplating it. I don't know. 
The other thing for me, which sucks, is um, I do like a lot of emo rap. But I'm trying to merge into like the singing market at the moment as well. More like alt pop, like synth pop kind of oh. style. Go for it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. My my question, maybe you guys can help, is I don't know whether to keep my old music on the platform still, so that people can see how I progress and oh, what yeah. I used to do. Absolutely. Or there's there's always that element to start fresh line, like delete it or start again. You know. I think you I don't can, know. I think it's such a waste yeah. to remove it. And I'm not saying That's that because true. I like your music. I'm saying it because. People like to be able to say, yeah, I was following Lance from when he was uh, emo rapping and look at him yeah. now, you know, and look at him <laughs> now, you know, like think about think about it that way, because um, like I, I've seen a few bands who like start off as like this like super grimy deathcore band and then they turn into something else and they think, oh, well, we need to wipe the slate clean so that people don't get the wrong impression of us. No, I think people respect yeah. the grow. Um, yeah. That's that's just my perspective, um, but I also kind of understand where, like, from a branding uh, perspective, that you would kind of want um, people to look at the whole picture and have a like this one cohesive idea and be like, be able to say, in a neat little box, this guy does this. Yeah, like I kind of see both sides of it. Well, you can so, also do if you don't want to delete the stuff, just go on another name and just be that project. You just have that project. Yeah, that's true. The only reason I say yeah. is I've started, I don't know if you guys have ever used it, like Instagram ads. I've started posting a few Instagram adverts. Um, and like, you know, when you can look through statistics and that, and a lot yeah. of a lot of the following is like uh, 18 to 24 year old, and it's a lot more like female driven. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I can, I knew, was, I knew straight away, like, this isn't going to work because even like going, so when I first started doing it, I'd notice like more girls following me, more girls messaging me. Just like, cool, I, I don't care. If, like, I don't care if it's a boy or girl or like transgender. Like, I just want people to listen to the message and feel something, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then the problem is some of the girls, uh, I don't want to say it's girls in general, but some of the girls are a bit more like, I don't know what the word is, like maybe a bit more sheltered to it. So then they listen to my new song, Wake Up, or they listen to Space, which are like, nice like ambient pop songs that i've been putting out and then they come across like my song with baby doll where I, there's that that one song we did together where i'm talking about like my abusive father and my mum having sex with like every man she meets and that and then they're like wait oh like what is do you know what i mean and then straight away it's like unfollow <laughs> or they send me a message they're like what is this like just, why is that guy okay? yeah why is <laughs> yeah. that guy wearing a mask and why are you screaming at the thing and it's like <laughs> Like I'm not trying to, yeah, because then then I don't want to look like I'm trying to get these young innocent girls like involved with that side of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't, don't want to try and like brainwash them and be like, life sucks, like everything's shit. Take like Xanax and that because it will make you feel better. But that is what my old music was about. So it's it's just a bit of a worry for me where people are like, oh, he's making all these nice like young girl pop tween kind of songs, but then he's also got all this other shit as well. Like I mean. I think that's a good kind of like spectrum here. I mean, the the reason why I say this is because because everybody writes this album of your shitty past and then basically your healing process. And then when you go through the healing process, you turn happy music. So honestly, I think that, I mean, they can say whatever they want, they're not gonna, it's not gonna brainwash somebody, to be completely honest with you. It's just gonna see your growth and your healing process. That's what, yeah, I, for sure. 
So that's actually a, a really nice analogy of looking at it. To be fair, I'd say my first album and my stuff with Baby Doll was like when I was going through some horrible shit, and then this this album I'm doing at the moment where I'm releasing songs was kind of like my healing process. I like that. Yeah, and we'll I mean, go happier from there. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of like uh. I feel like that's really important to see growth in an artist because you kind of feel like you're um, going along the journey with them in a lot of ways. Like that. Yeah, for sure. Like once you, once you discover like, Hey, there's like, there's some more layers to this guy. You kind of be, be, you're able to appreciate, you know, what he's writing about more. And it's not just, Oh, this guy's sad and he wants to pop Zans because I'll be honest, if every, like a lot of uh, emo rappers that I've listened to, when they start, when I hear that and I hear that that's all they rap about, I get less interested. Oh, um, yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it, I yeah. want a little bit more depth. I mean, I get it once in a while. All right, I fucks with it. But if it's like your whole discography. Yeah, man. I mean, minus Suicide Boys. I, I, I love me some Suicide Boys because okay. they're, <laughs> all, they're just all like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. But like, um, I don't know. Aren't they both sober now? I mean, they probably are. I haven't. Really I hope. Them. I fucking hope. Yeah, I fucking hope. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, what was really interesting was hearing Suicide Boys do that one uh, kind of heavy album. It was very Beastie yeah. Boys esque. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely my favorite Suicide Boys album. Which one was that? I can't fucking remember off the top of my head. I want to say it was Live oh. Fast Something. I'll try and keep up with him. I know Baby Doll's a fan of him. We listen to him sometimes. I wasn't a fan of him at first, and then I started to really listen to emo rap, like really, really got into it. And then I started to like listen to other John or other artists, and then they popped up, and I was really vibing to it. And I was like, oh shit, this is them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so mind. the weird I thing think... about that album by Suicide Boys is that it was uh, a co-production uh, with Travis Barker. Um, and they had a bunch of uh, features nice. from very like random, seemingly random um, metal artists. So like Fieldy from Corn was on it. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Fieldy. Monkey, uh, their guitarist was on it. Uh, he was on one, two, two, two out of the six songs, and then he did a song with Nothing Nowhere. Nice. And I don't know. I I personally I want to see more. Um, I want to see more shit like that. Oh shit! Travis Barker was on a Joe Rogan podcast. I'm gonna have to listen to that one. <laughs> Fuck Joe Rogan. Travis but Barker does so much, man. He's everywhere. I love it. He's yeah. he is everywhere. I love it. Literally you know everywhere. Just, you know what I just realized on here? I don't know if it's showing for you guys, but I got like Patrick Till, Kyle Mosher, and then mine just says iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was actually the the joke that we made when you first uh, came into the waiting room. I was like, "Look, we got an iPhone in the waiting room. I love it." Oh, I didn't hear. I got a free iPhone ready to go. And to I give will away. give you the greatest respect because you actually pronounced my name correctly. That's amazing. <laughs> no, everybody it's a British it's Mosher. Thing. We could we could speak properly. That's yeah. that's the difference. <laughs> Damn. Damn. No, that's fair. You guys sound way more sophisticated the way you talk compared to way, the oh, way we not. do. Oh, we're not. <laughs> I wasn't talking about just you, though. Jeez, Lance. Don't let it all go to your head. Everyone, man. Everyone. <laughs> I saw the head blow up a little bit, too. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> 
But um, I'm curious, like, how did the uh, whole thing with you and Baby Doll uh, happen? Was that just kind of like a happenstance thing? Were you guys friends before the collaboration or? Well, see, I told him, if anyone asks, tell him that we met at like an orgy. Fucking um, 10 out of 10. I, I yeah. respect it. I respect it. Because <laughs> that's the kind of thing Baby Doll would be doing, like, with his mask on. Because in these orgies, like the ones they have in the UK, like everyone wears masks, don't they? And you kind of like put your keys in a pot and then you pick out a key and that's whose wife you're shagging. That's that's, so that's what I told him. But then he went and did an interview with someone last week and then told him the real story. And now I can't even say the fake story. <laughs> Which sucks. I love how you're painting baby doll as this like orgy having whatever, but really he's just a swinger. <laughs> he's a swinger. <laughs> Teddy bear sweetheart and shit like that. Look, look, teddy bear sweetheart. Now you got me thinking he's a furry. He's crazy. He's crazy. I promise you, you get him on your podcast. Fuck it, let's make it happen. But but I was curious. Uh, and and you didn't quite answer the question. Um, Yeah, I want to because the answer's boring, man. No, 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 not that question. I was actually gonna say, um. Uh, was the was Car Crash and City Lights supposed to be like a part one and a part two of each other only because there's parts in it where you're talking about driving drunk and then the next song is Car Crash. <laughs> so I was just curious if that was like intentional or not. <laughs> That's some good research, man. Um, well, you only have no, not, like nine songs? I yeah, think. no, I don't have many to be fair. There's loads more coming. Um, no, we just, we recorded them at a similar kind of time and um I was at that kind of point for let's do again for legal reasons. I'm just joking here, but I was driving around <laughs> drunk quite a lot and on a lot of different meds. Cause I was going through some horrible shit inside my own head. And I think, I think being honest with you guys, I, I generally there's times when my depression and that's acting up. And one thing I love to do, like when I'm feeling like a bit anxious, whatever, I always go for a drive. Right. I respect. And, um, I just like to go for it. England's got loads of like hills and country roads and that. So you can really put your foot down and just like go speeding down the roads and that. And a lot of the time when I'm in a dark place, I just, I just would just love to crash my car. Like I just think it would be so perfect if I can just hit this tree and just wipe me out, you know? Cause then I, then I don't have the guilt of family saying like, Oh, he killed himself. And like, I've got dependable people on me and I don't want them to be like, Oh, it's so selfish. Like he left us or whatever. Like he killed himself. At least if I just drove into a fucking tree, then they'll put it down as like an accident or something, you know? Like, oh, he was he swerved a dog and then hit a tree. So that that there is quite a few songs where we talk about like cars and stuff, <laughs> like crashing because it's it's just something that always sticks in my mind. Like there was a time where I just really wanted to just crash my car to the point that I ended up in a few ditches where I tried to do it and then pussied out at the last minute. Cause I think at the end of the day we're always, we're humans and like humans just want to survive don't they so it's like i don't know came very close like i just wanted to just tie all my car and just die but i didn't and yeah that's kind of where like the similar bits of like talking about car crash and then the song called car crash come in i gotta be like, honest man someone. i'm gonna rehear that song totally different now because it... <laughs> so yeah. all right kyle remembers the starbucks i used to work at yeah Kuzik. I there were a couple times where I would get out of work, just be completely disappointed in myself for not being better. And that like that's my thing. It's like I just feel like nothing I do in my life is ever good enough. So there were a couple times where I sat at the very top of the hill on Huzik, and anybody who's listening from Troy knows what I'm talking about, knows oh, yeah. that hill. 
I sat at the top of that hill a couple times, staring down that hill and thought, how fucking great would it be if I just gunned it all the way down this hill and went as fast as I fucking could. And there's a spot where it where it connects to the highway. I just yeah. want to hit Oof. the fucking that one spot where I know no, there's no way beyond a reasonable doubt I will fucking die if I hit that. Honestly, I mean, because that hill is fucking like steep. Oh yeah, it's like probably uh, at least if I had to guess, probably like sixty degrees. But Damn, what I'm saying is, start. like, I know I'd be able to hit a hundred going down that hill. Oh, that would no. I would have been able to get no to a hundred before you know pulling out of Starbucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> um. So, I mean, I think all of us have, I mean, I've definitely had that before. I mean, I mean, uh, Pat knows I've been in a very dark place a long time, but I mean, um, you know, it, it's definitely a healing process. I'm not going to. That's the thing yeah, is man. that we need to emphasize the process or. Yeah, we got to emphasize the process. That's I don't, what I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, t- I mean, don't get me wrong. I do talk about stuff on the podcast, but not like crazy in depth. But okay. I, I mean, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm an open book. I mean, I can basically tell you anything because I'm not ashamed of it. It's the history. It's history yeah. fast. I mean, obviously, sometimes you got to remember stuff. I mean, it happens, but. Maybe, yeah, maybe, for sure, man. Maybe if you want to know, I won't say it on the podcast, but when we're done recording, maybe. I mean, who knows? If we get stupid famous for like no reason, maybe I'll say it in an interview. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> nah, man. And, and the thing hopeful. is, like, as as shitty as like this might sound, like I feel like I had to be that low to to experience. Yeah, no, no, because I like oh, I yeah, have this so. weird thing where I think that I have to feel low sometimes in order to appreciate the high moments, like the good moments in life. And no, I I, I hate when I hear myself say that because I want to argue it so bad. Yeah, and I I'll have those moments. Yeah, I mean, no, I get you, it. Do you guys watch South Park? Oh, yeah. uh, not in a while. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I can't really say nothing because I, I haven't watched it in a half minute. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember one of the last ones I watched was uh, Butters when they, they like, there's like an emo goth group in the school and they want to get oh, Butters yeah. to join them. I so they try and make him really sad by like, uh, like getting him to break up with his girlfriend and then they tell like, yeah. his parents tell him he's adopted and stuff and then they're like why won't you just be a goth and be depressed and he's like because it's, it's actually like a really magical moment but little butters turns around and he's like because without like depression and like the sadness you know you'll never appreciate like the happy things and he's like i'm glad i got to feel this sad because now i know it's like only up from here yeah. which is mad coming from a fucking cartoon for like south park be like that sometimes like there are <laughs> some real gems crazy and like you can even if like Family Guy even said some shit like that. I mean, that would still be like wow. But then they'd make it. <laughs> but then either way, they would make it into a joke. So it's yeah. Like, I don't know. A lot of kids shows do that too for like no fucking reason. <laughs> Who? A lot of kids shows do that for like no fucking reason. Like oh, the, like, recently. Stupid depressed. Guys, I'll I'll tell you a quick story. I won't get into it too much and bore you guys. But I was watching this. Uh, I was watching this. So my dad like left at a young age, and then my mum went through like different guys, and then she had another child with another guy, and then he left. So me and my me and my little brother are in like the same situation. And um, I do like everything for him. He's kind of like 
everyone jokes that he's kind of like my son because like I'm do you know what I mean? I teach him everything, like from oh, tying his shoes, how to kick a football and stuff. Uh, he's got, he's got like some mental uh, disability, so he, he just needs a bit more extra attention. So I, I go the other, like above and beyond. Like there's so much shit that I've done, which is crazy. Which I'm not going to get into now, but like everything I do, I do for him, and it's the reason why I'm still like close to home and stuff. And we was watching just the seemingly innocent kids movie a little while ago. <laughs> It's about this, right, so listen, I don't know what the movie's called and I don't want it to get in trouble for, like, advertising a movie, but it's a kid and his older brother and their mum, right? And then he learns some magic to bring his dad back because his dad passed away, but it only brings back half his dad, so it's just a pair of legs. And then, what movie you're talking about. <laughs> it's a great then, um, fucking movie. Yeah, right, so I'm thinking it's just a funny movie, but then the whole movie is, like, them trying to get their dad back full. But during the whole movie, the little kid realizes that he never needed his dad because his big brother was like his dad. <laughs> and by the yeah. time the thing ended, I was crying like a fucking girl, man. I was like on the couch crying, and he's like laughing because it's like a pair of legs running around and he don't understand. <laughs> I was just there, like crying my eyes out. Like, Shit, man. Why are they going to make kids' movies like this? Like, it's horrible, you know? Like, like, let me just put this out there. First of all, it don't matter. Like, nobody's coming at us for product placement or whatever. So, okay, cool. you don't got to worry about that. And uh, I know what movie you're talking about. I can't remember what it's called. But I, I one of my favorite things about that is that, like, I felt so much like the older brother who's fucking useless 90% of the time. But, like, yeah. you want to <laughs> yeah, talk about, like, you, his, like, D&D knowledge and shit like that about magic and stuff was I just kind that. of relatable. I never really got into D&D specifically, but I felt like I related I to it on, to like, really. a on like a weird, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! level because it reminded me a little bit of that. And his battle vest. I loved his battle vest. <laughs> <laughs> he Honestly, I've, been kind of, I've been curious about D&D. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've heard it's, like, stupid fun. It is, if you've uh, got um, the right group. I was a uh, dungeon master at uni. Shut up for a few campaigns yeah which is mad people <laughs> are like i thought you're this cool rapper that, like wears cool clothes and talks about fucking bitches and songs and that but no i was there like with my little nerd glasses on <laughs> putting my players through hell man you've got to get into D. it's amazing it is really cool so the last I band i was in yeah um... we, we need people we need people wait did you did you talk about Yu-Gi-Oh as well i, I... I Someone did. mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I still have. My I used cards. to be mad into. Yeah, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Oh, he's going to get where's it. My, he's going to flex. My, uh, where's my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Dude? <laughs> 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 right, hold on. I need to show you this. It's insane, man. I was going to. there's money in Yu-Gi-Oh right now. That's the thing. Oh, is there? So since the start of COVID, collectors' items have been really hot right now. So, like, if you have, like, some sort of, like, super rare, like, let's just say it was a, a Slay for the Sky Dragon or fucking Blue Eyes White Dragon or something. If you had, like, a super rare one, you could probably sell it for good money. Wait a minute. Get the fuck out of here. i got some cool cards in here as well, man. I'm trying to see where they are. Like, the whole Exodia set and that. from Fuck out of here. School, man. Man's got all the Exodia I pieces. All. I kept them all in there, like... <laughs> I had to look after him, you know, but I didn't have space. So I'm between flats at the moment. And um, Baby Doll's just bought himself like a huge ass studio that he like basically lives in. So I was like, please. So I've got all my suitcases and stuff here. But yeah, he likes Yu-Gi-Oh too. So I don't think he's mad that I've kept him here, to be honest. 
fuck. I'm like kicking myself Love in it. the ass for getting rid of all my cards. So like what happened to me was that I had a pretty decent collection, but the deck that I was using had all my favorites in it and it was a fiend deck. So like all the cards that I really cared about were in that deck. And Do you remember what theme it was? Sorry. It was it was a fiend theme, so it was like dark fiends. Oh, okay. So like um Ra- Raviel was like my my the card that I was trying to summon every time. <laughs> Basically, I was trying to summon Raviel and whoever that card is that like when you whatever two monsters you sacrifice, they gain he gains both their combined attack power. I can't fucking remember the card's name, but oh, Jesus like Christ. those were my two cards that I was always trying to summon every time. Like I, I never, never had actually an actual played strategy. the game. I just collected them. I just loved it. Well, you gotta play it, it man. I, I mean, I played it a couple of times, but I, I've really been into collecting them. That, that's what I used to do: is just collect them. No nah, man, same I'm never really. Same with. Yeah. I was never any good at it, but I liked it. I mean, cards are my shit. Baseball cards are still baseball cards. Yo, that's money right there. Yeah, I got I got Naruto cards or Naruto cards. What the fuck up? They got a Naruto? Yeah, hold up. I got this coin. Hold up. Well, it's Gara from Naruto. Which side is heads? That's pretty cool. I feel like it should be a two. That's heads. This I is, feel like both is. sides should be tails because he seems like a bottom bitch. <laughs> I love Gara, but I love Gaara's the top one of my man. favorite characters, and that must be Tails. I don't know. Honestly, I'd make love to his voice actor. Man's got a sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm just putting that out in the universe, seeing what happens. Even <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> universe. Did you guys ever play Fable? I love. I wanted to play Fable. Never got it. Oh, so, so good. Do you do you remember Fable Three where there's the factory owner? Yes, sir. And he, he's got like a like a little tattoo black heart here on his yep. cheek. I I was obsessed with that dude growing up. I think it was um, uh, I think Stephen was... Fryer. His name was. Yeah. The guy who played was... him. Yeah. What was the one where you were a king, and at the way end you had to. You had to do all these. Uh, you were in court, and you wanted to either say no to everything that you promised, or keep your promises. To, yeah, because if you say no to the promises, yeah, then you get money for the fight that's coming. But there was a like way. There was a way that you could accept all of them and actually get all the money. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. How, I, I can't remember what game that was. Was it like two? Was it two? Yeah, I don't know. But I was obsessed. I, know, I, mean, I do know. I feel like I need to go on Amazon now and buy it. I think the <laughs> replay it. I think the oh, the way to do it was uh, buy all the properties and just wait, and then you get all the fucking money from it, and that's how you get the tr- achievement. Um, fulfill all, fulfill all your promises, and have everybody not die. Right, it's definitely a hack to it. Yeah. What other yeah, games were you into growing up? Who, me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's mad? I wasn't really a console guy. I used to play RuneScape a lot when I was growing up. If you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, we, we were talking about that, Lance. We were talking about that. What do you mean? Well, because we, I was saying uh, before, we, when I was 
trying to figure out the date for this. <laughs> we were talking about um uh we were talking about video games and shit like that. Oh, okay. Because I remember you saying RuneScape. Well, I've I've honestly I loved it, man. It looked had... so appealing, but I didn't have a PC to do it, so I was like, eh. I went on there recently, actually. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's like there's, it's like a cult following. It's a big it is. cult following. They don't like change either because it's there's something called the old school RuneScape, which is like based on the original one, and yeah. that's the one that everyone like likes to play, and like they don't want it to change or upgrades and stuff. But there's still, I was surprised like how many people were. Oh, phone's playing. I was surprised at how many people still play it. I think I was playing that game like twelve years ago. You can download it for mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That. that's what i thought was weird i was like i was looking for something new to play on my phone and i found runescape and i was like what the fuck i can play runescape on here definitely man i've been doing a little bit of minecraft with my little brother because he loves it so i'm trying to get into it but i'm struggling a little bit i've got to be it, honest it really depends i mean you've got to have a creative mind with minecraft the only thing that i have a problem with i don't actually want to beat the game because one i don't have friends to play it with and or I just feel like you need friends to play it with. But when you're alone, I feel like the only goal is to make a big ass house and then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play uh oh it was like a theme park simulator? Did you ever play oh, that when you was a kid? Yes. It was uh that was awesome. Roller coaster tycoon. That that's one. it, that's the one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I used to love that man. Make see how high you can make it and like get yeah. people to die on there. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only thing that it used to uh, distract me from my parents fighting. It was just trying to kill people on the computer. For me, that was Guitar Hero. <laughs> that was Guitar Hero for me, for sure. That was good as well. I love Guitar Hero. See, the cool thing about Guitar Hero is you just turn the volume up and suddenly all the all the screams kind of get drowned out by me yeah. playing. <laughs> I always feel like they were screaming for me when I was playing. <laughs> They're part of my mum dying. Like, it's cool, man. And then the then the cops came. I felt like I was a proper like VIP. Like, and they were they were taking me out of the house. I felt like I was like the man, you know. Got to live with a foster family, but it felt cool because the guitar music was still playing. Wait, so Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Well, Probably Guitar Hero. Well, it, well, you know, well, Guitar Hero obviously, but it depends on what rock band. Honestly. So for me, I just liked the Guitar Hero guitars better than yes, the rock band. That or I no. agree. No way. No, definitely the Guitar Hero guitars. I had to think yeah, about it. Yeah, Guitar Hero guitars are way better. Um the rock band guitars, don't get me wrong, they feel better, but they're more comfortable. The but yeah. you got better playability out of the Guitar Hero yeah. ones. I mean, I should say I have the guitar guitar right right on my feet and I also have the drum set right next to me as well. And I also have the microphone in down here. <laughs> and those were the days. I used to download all of the uh, custom songs for rock band, invite some people over and let somebody somebody always destroyed the drum kit. Literally, <laughs> somebody always destroyed it. So I was like, "All right, who's going to be the victim?" All right, who's going to buy me a new drum set? <laughs> Which one of you plans on buying me a drum, a new drum set after you destroy it? 
You gotta smack it hard though, otherwise it doesn't sound that good. That was part of the fun. You have to hit it hard. <laughs> I actually uh-huh. knew somebody that set it up with like an electronic uh an electronic bass drum. So like what you would usually yeah. use for an electronic drum kit had the uh the bass drum set up and he had double bass going. Yeah, you can do that and you can also do an attachment for cymbals. That was too much. After a while, that stuff yeah, that started to get like a little bit much. too much. <laughs> That's when it's like uh, start to lose the fun of it. Do you think that there will be like a way to play drums to to rap music in the future? There should be. That's what Travis Barker does. That doesn't he? Though he's got he loads could. of like YouTube videos where he like drums. It just like I don't know if he's making it up or freestyling or what, but he does it to like rap songs. Sounds pretty epic. But that's a great thing about Travis Barker, man. He's fucking everywhere. I feel like he is unintentionally paving the way for new artists and also like curating, like kind of like being uh, a tastemaker for a lot of uh, today's youth. It's fucking awesome. He is awesome. I'd love to meet him one day. That'd be fucking sick. I was just going to say, when's your uh, when's your song with him? yeah <laughs> that'd be cool man hold that thought i'll pull up his email <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing is he's like a lot of people are really just an email away yeah it's mad i've done it i've done a few like uh you know when you go on like instagram dms and that i've messaged a few celebrities like 99 percent of them don't reply i've had a few replies but it's it's kind of like you don't want to be like a fake like oh can you uh listen do you know what i mean like if you send a message anytime i've ever messaged someone like hey i've made a new song i think it's your style can you like check it out or something get no replies but there's a few like you just message like they're just human beings um i'm trying to think of one recently i did i messaged shit i can't remember who it was i left it oh no am i still on camera or is it gone no it's gone it just says iphone okay no it's just continuing the iphone thing if if you just message like hey how are you or something like you Sometimes you do get a response, which is pretty cool. I'd like to think if I was ever famous, like I would probably respond to everyone if I was just sat there one day. Well, let's say you're on the toilet going through your phone. Like, how hard is it to reply to a few fans? Be like, thanks for listening. Do you know what I mean? I got to admit, like, one of the only things that I imagine being difficult about being um, massively famous is keeping up with uh, your fan base yeah. because you know you're going to get hella DMs. <clears throat> Like some of the artists that we've had on this show have been like that. Really? Yeah. See, I get I get a lot of foreign DMs from people in like I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think some of the countries. I think. Oh fuck! Where is it? Uh, begins with P H. Oh Jesus Christ! Philip Philippines. Sorry. Yeah, I I was trying to think. I I paid someone on Fiverr once. Big mistake to use Fiverr services, but I wanted so, to do some promotion. That's the perfect and, segue um, because isn't that the <laughs> post that you made that we originally found you on? That was what oh, yeah, Kyle fucking forwarded <laughs> that shit to me and was like, "I paid a guy something." Wait, what was the original intention? So Fiverr is like a freelance service, and if you've got new music, there's different things they can do. So I paid someone who has like a YouTube channel with a million subscribers thinking, okay, if he posts that, that's a million people get to see my music. But firstly, it doesn't work like that because YouTube doesn't tell you, tell everyone yeah. that there's a new video. You're lucky if you get 
Yeah. Secondly, yeah. we don't know if they're real people or they're bots. But I ended up going on this. I went on this. This guy posted it. It cost me like twenty dollars, and he posted it, and it got like hundred and ten views. <laughs> Which I was just like, how can you have a million subscribers and get 110 views? I mean, I mean, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just it's amazed. Just way. This is awful. But then there was another one. This is how I'm saying the Philip, the Philippinian, Philippine, Filipinos. I don't know what the, the thing is, but I paid someone on Fiverr like 50 bucks because he was like, I, I run like. I, it's it's just so fake. But at the time, I was so naive, and I was like, "Yeah, let's get my music out." Then he's like, "I run music gigs for like Jay Z and Eminem and Fifty Cent and all stuff like this." He's like, "I've done promotion with them before. Like, oh give me fifty God. bucks." And then all that happened was like, I got something like five thousand plays on a song on Spotify over like a week. And then on Spotify, you can check where it's come from, and they all come from the Philippines. And then in that same week, I went on my Instagram and I had about 100 to like 150 messages from people in the Philippines, but I couldn't understand anything they were saying. I had to use Google Translate and it would come out like, hi, have a beautiful day, sir. Your music top. Do you know what I mean? Like, because the translating isn't properly. So I was like, it was great that he did some promotion and it worked, but like, I don't know who these people are and I can't even talk to them or like get their feedback or anything because they don't speak English. But I've got a lot of them now. This is about a year ago. I still have messages from them now. They're like, like in their language, and I just, I just can't. I just use Google to say thank you, and then copy I mean, and paste. Any promo is good promo, right? I guess, but probably could have spent the money better. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what would you put a hundred dollars? Well, this one was fifty. I also did 50? another one that was another fifty, and all that happened was in the space of an hour, I got one thousand plays on Spotify. So obviously not real. Like literally in the space Bots. of an hour, I went from like one thousand to like three thousand plays straight away. I was like, oh, like yeah, I don't know. Awesome. I don't know what else you can do with the money. Like I know there's places you can straight out buy them and it's cheaper, but if you get caught doing that as well, and they they can take your account away and then you've got to start from scratch, which sucks. So I don't know. I think that's the biggest thing facing like musicians today is how do you promote yourself when there's there's probably like more musicians than listeners at the moment on like Spotify and SoundCloud and stuff. I feel like you're almost uh, marketing yourself to be for musicians most of the time. That's true. But then how do you do that? How do you make other musicians listen to you without sounding like a dick? Like, listen to me, I'm better. You start making YouTube videos being like, how did I make myself sound like nothing nowhere? You know, how did Ooh. I make myself sound like fucking what Lil Peep? You know, that that's where like coming going into YouTube and making like what I the word that I've been using a lot of times is edutainment. Um, So like and and like that's what like guys like Finn McKinty do, because that's actually like what he does for like his full time job is he's uh, he's um, he he works in education, but he's never really specifically said what he does. So I, I don't I don't know. I could be mistaken about that, but. A lot of people make their bread and butter by making tutorial videos because YouTube is great for anything that says how to in front of it. Yeah. That's true. That's a good idea because then people are going to subconsciously listen to your music and hopefully like you. Well, yeah, they're going to follow you, you know because I mean? they think that they're going to get more helpful tips and yeah. then so on and so forth. That and the good. funny thing is, is like guys like Jarris Johnson can make the same 10 videos on YouTube 
and just make them differently each time. And he's going to get a million views on each video because he put up a different thumbnail. He put up a different uh, bio or not bio um, tagline and just go from there. Like, it's pretty fucking amazing. Like what the potential is if you're just consistent. So I don't know. I don't know. There's something to it. It's formulaic. Um, I'm not keen on it because my life doesn't fucking support that right now. My, my life does not support being, you know, being able to put out one video every, you know, two days at this at two o'clock Eastern Standard Time or whatever. You, you know. go to. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's a lot of work, it's a lot of work. But I suppose um, what you could do is sit for like 12 hours straight, film it, spend the line for like a day editing it and then put it all in in one go. But like set it so that each one comes out two or three days after the other for like a month. If you can spend a lot of time um working like if you can put one whole day aside do focus that whole day on content creation and then schedule everything out you're uh you're onto something but it requires you being able to have that kind of dedication to be able to say all right sundays are reserved for content creation yeah yeah it's tough um but yeah we're uh reaching that time where we normally uh start to wrap things up lance it has been an absolute fucking pleasure talking to you um, is there anybody I love you, you guys to... for bringing me on. <laughs> is there anybody you want to shout out or shit talk before we let you out of here? Uh, just shout out Baby Doll. He's my my little busy. Um, and I also want to shit talk him as well. He's a prick sometimes. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's been awesome. And I I will send you the link to that car crash video. Maybe. Maybe. maybe post it maybe <laughs> maybe i'll send a few of my like I, I call them fans but they're like friends and family that follow everything i do i'll send them when you put this out i'll send them and ask them what do you think about releasing it and we'll see if enough people say yeah release the video then i'll drop it that's what's up man all right well Hell yeah if you guys have uh made it this far there's a couple of things you obligatorily have to do um first and foremost if you make it to the car crash video in the future and you know that we sent you there, fucking tell them that we sent you there because that'd be fucking awesome. Um, but obviously you like, you comment, you subscribe, you give us a fucking five star rating on Apple podcast, because I mean, at this point, it's just, I'm just begging you, please fucking tell us what we're doing wrong. Um, uh, and Kyle, what the, what do they do to that bell button? You crowd kill the shit out of that bell button. Okay. Okay, you're at a hardcore show, you're a big dude, you see a 15-year-old girl, you fucking punch that bitch in the face, you crowd kill that fucking thing. That's what you do. <laughs> and if you haven't canceled you us... try to date them, whichever one, whatever your preferences. Oh god, don't do that. If you haven't canceled us already for that, I fucking love you. Um, You guys can clearly take a joke. Subscribe, stick around, we got more really terrible shitty jokes just like that one, ready to go. Um... But yeah, thanks again, Lance, for uh, coming on the show and get fucked. Yeah, thanks, guys.